Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. I don't think I've ever seen in my life, like, anyone predict the Padres to win a World Series. I want the World Series champs, you know? I mean, you wear that stuff all the time. Get hats with big patches on the side that I don't even like, but I don't care. I'll wear it because it's just World Series champs. Our overarching goal is one thing, and that's to win a world championship and bring a parade and the title to San Diego. I mean, I can remember the last time San Diego had a team like this and had excitement like this around baseball. Uh, the overachiever on the team, I'm gonna, I'll am going go first on this one. I think uh, this young man is going to have a monster season, and uh, his name's Jake Cronenworth. Based on what we finished last year and the guys we brought in, it was pretty pretty easy as far as you know what we expect and what our goals are. Meanwhile, the Marlins have closed out the Pirates at PNC Park and have therefore closed out the Padres chances slim as they were at a postseason berth here in 2023. Welcome in, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Today is uh, it's October 2nd, 2023. Also known in this industry of baseball that we cover uh, is Black Monday. And we will see just how dark it gets here in our fair city, America's finest city, San Diego. Thank you for being here uh, this morning. Really, really great to see all of you in the chat already, active on social media you can listen on your radio dial at uh, 97.3 FM. You can listen on the Odyssey app, YouTube as well. Search Ben and Woods. Search 97.3 The Fan on Twitch. And uh, that's the way that you can get some Ben and Woods in you this morning. And uh, should be an interesting show, to be sure. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. It's a brilliant open that you put together. I uh, hated every second of it, <laughs> especially my predictions. Uh, we will get to our predictions uh, later in the show. We've got them all on on tape, on record. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is very, very tired, and he is here to my left. Did we uh, Did we get ahead of ourselves? Did we? Yes. I mean, well, we weren't the only ones. No, we weren't. We were not. 
I take a little comfort in the fact that, uh, you know, Mark DeRosa and Ken Rosenthal and Jeff Passan and, you know, everybody else that, that makes a lot more money than we do uh, have, all, you know, all picked the Padres to have a good season. Uh, and they did not. They did not have a good season. Despite what many will tell you, Ben brought his, you have a, why do you have a rag and a, 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 a bottle of silver polish with you because he brought in his turd polishing kit this morning. You can't you can't polish the season. I think no. you can still give them credit for finishing strong. Maybe maybe I'm crazy in that, but winning 14 of your last 16 is still an accomplishment. It no, nothing makes sense about this team this year. Nothing made sense. You you never see a team that fails to meet high expectations finish strong when they've been eliminated. You see them absolutely, the knives come out, the team plays its worst, everybody falls apart, and we got backstabbing. That's all you get we at got the end of a five, season We like got that. five months of that. You know, at some point, again, the tides, the tides were going to have to turn, but we got five months of backstabbing, things out of the clubhouse, articles, you know, speculation, very poor play, Etc. Etc. At the end of the day, an eighty-two and eighty record for me does it almost makes me even more mad. Oh yeah, I, I mean I, I'm, I, I'm I, living. I the final record yeah. is not is not anything to be proud of in this season. You eighty-two and eighty does nothing for me. I just want to figure out what what happened the last. You know, was it simply playing bad teams? They definitely had they, a, they played a, a week schedule, but they also beat you know took they took six straight series. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, starting with one against the Dodgers, beat the Giants two out of three as well. Yeah, they took the A's, swept the A's, swept the White Sox for sure. But what changed? Was it simply the lifting of the pressure? Is that all it took was to lift the pressure and the expectations? Or did something else change, you know, three or four weeks ago? Is Matt Batten really the the key going forward? You build your team around Matt Batten and say, hey, this this is this is the answer. Because if you don't understand why you played better at the end of the year versus poorly at the beginning of the year, you don't learn any lessons from this season. What's w- your lesson that you learned from this season? I, the only lesson I think that you can take away from the season, for, I'm speaking for me, is don't ever believe your own hype, right? It, you still, I mean, stupid Joe Davis, that's why they play the games, or whoever it was, Oral, Hershiser, old Butterteeth himself. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean they were right. That is why you play the games. I think a hundred percent people bought into the hype, and by people I mean the twenty six guys in that locker room. And I think there is a a, a problem in baseball. You know it is man. One hundred sixty two game season. There is a time where you are like, man, we are playing like ass right now. We're getting picked off. We're you know kicking the ball around a little bit. We're bullpens not you know n- not coming in competing, throwing strikes. But we'll be fine. I mean, we'll be. I'm looking around. I'm looking around this room. We're going to be okay. I think that's a natural inclination. And I don't think I certainly don't fault them for that. Um, but yeah, you heard you heard constantly about don't worry about it, don't worry about it. We preach that message just because experience has taught us loving the game of baseball as much as we all do has taught us that yeah, eventually this team will start to click. Now, <laughs> the pressure being off and really ten games, eleven games below five hundred, I would say that's very little pressure. And you're like, okay, well, I mean, what do we got to lose now? Um, I do, you know, I do, and I have, and I will continue to say. I'd love to see more urgency 
early in the season next year. I, I said it last week. I'll stand by it, and I'm going to stand by it through the, the course of next year. Isn't the, urgency pressure, though? Is well, that when you play with urgency, you feel like, hey, we've got to win this one or else. That's urgency. I think, But more, that's pressure. I, At the end of the season... There wasn't any urgency because they didn't have to win. They knew that right. they couldn't they, do they anything. They couldn't they, do anything they they about it. But I think here's what I here's what I mean. Uh, and from it's the there's one person that's kind of almost infallible to it. It doesn't matter who the manager is. The manager cannot manage in April, May, June, July like it's game 7. He just can't. You cannot do it. You will burn your guys out. The players though need to continue they need to play Kind of like it's game seven. Don't give away at, at bats. Don't give away, you know, easy double plays. Don't give away base running. Uh, don't get, don't do stupid things on the base bats. The players have to play a full 162. The manager has to be somewhat careful and holding them back a little and bit. And holding them I back a little bit. I think that's a really bit. good point, Woods, because if Bob Melvin did something wrong, or you, you can blame AJ Preller even more than Bob Melvin here, it's that. He had to play all of his stars early in the season because they were struggling. Yep. You and they didn't have going. a lot of depth. It felt like every day, I, I can't bench. Soto. You know, we've lost three out of four. got to win this next one. I can't bench Tatis and Soto and Machado. I can't give them a rest, not bench them, but I can't sit them down. Not, so, for, not for Cruz, right. Carpenter, Carpenter so, and Odor. So right. Melvin hey. kept managing as though, hey, every game is critical and we got to win. But the players weren't necessarily playing that way early in the season. You got to reverse that. Correct. The players, they need to be held back. They got to play like it's game seven of the World Series, and then the manager dials them back a little bit. Correct. And it was the opposite for the Padres this year. That's exactly right. And and it, it's a it's the most frustrating, impossible to imagine balance that a manager has to have. Um, I, I think it's very special. That Juan Soto played 162 games. I'm happy for him. It's something he, it was a goal of his. Great. He hit his goal. And, you know, you do have to let guys hit their way out of it, especially core pieces, right? Austin Nola got way too many at bats early in the season. Why? Because there weren't any better options. And I think, you know, you talk about putting some of the blame on AJ Preller, and I do. I do, because early in the season, when the big four weren't clicking at all, and Tatis maybe even hasn't hadn't come back yet, when the big three weren't clicking at all, the the black holes in the lineup, the guys that you he you can't give him that many abs if he's struggling. Gary Sanchez was still sitting out there for someone to grab. Uh, you grabbed him, and it was just a little bit too late. Campisano going down. I think torpedoed this team more than it absolutely should have early in the season. I'm not going to blame it all on the catching spot. The designated hitters, they were just designated. They didn't hit. They didn't hit at all. Uh, the bullpen gas cans early in the season could not get it on track um, when pitchers wasn't there in the in the minor leagues to come up and, and give you a fighting chance. So there was a lot that went wrong, obviously. Very little, in fact, went right. Until until the heat was off. The heat on the oven was turned down and um there was really no pressure and it's just it's hard for me, you know there's I I don't want to be negative Nancy here, but I like I'm looking at the eighty two and eighty record and I'm like you can't hang your hat on a winning no, season because no, it just didn't feel like you, a winning season. You you spent two hundred and fifty five million dollars. You thought on a World Series, or at least a playoff run. At but least instead, a playoff run. All you got for $255 million was a very, very expensive lesson. But what was that lesson? I mean, we're sitting here at the end of the season, 
and I'm not 100% sure that we know or that the Padres know what the lesson was that we just spent $255 million learning. I mean, did A.J. Preller learn something this season? Did he learn a lesson from $255 million spent well, I'm sure. on this roster? Did Bob Melvin learn a lesson about managing? Did the players learn a lesson about you know how to handle the pressure of that kind of expectations at the beginning of the year? Or did no one learn a, a, a dang thing from a $255 million mistake? That would be the true crime. If you don't at least take something out of your failures this season that makes you better going forward, then it truly was money that was lit on fire. Well, a quarter of a billion dollars lit on fire this season for not even a painful lesson. They're going to both of those parties that you mentioned in AJ Preller and Bob Melvin. They're going to say that they learned lessons, right? Certainly. And today, allegedly, is that day. Uh, big, big meeting down at Petco Park. We've all heard about it. Uh, we don't know the particulars of when and where, and we know a couple of the the who, uh, the who, who's that are going to be there. But um, yeah, there's just, there's no way. I mean, I watched the game. I watched every single game. I watched yesterday, and I'm like, these SOBs, man, I swear to God, running out, you know, one of the best, the best record in baseball over the last month of the season. Um, it actually made it, and I don't, you know, draft pick and all that. Sure, you'd love to have a higher pick. What are we, what are we going to do? You know, we expect to see him in the majors here with this uniform anytime soon. No, I don't. Because you just haven't really, so I. It's very frustrating. Padre fans very frustrated. I think rightfully so. Um, there was a lot that that came out yesterday. I got a little spicy uh, on on Twitter. Probably should have just gone outside and taken a walk around the block. Uh, I didn't. I decided not to. This was a test because yeah. you came back to the forum to X to Twitter after you left for yeah. so many months and you returned. Can I, you still walk? Away? You need to be able to walk away if it's not going well for you. Uh, yeah, and I don't, you know, the thing is, is it doesn't, I don't let it consume my day Good. anymore. Good. That's the deal. And I, you know, responded to some and, and some people agreed and some people don't. That's the nature of, of what we do. And that's the nature of certainly Twitter. Uh, but I can't call it X. It's just weird. It's the nature of Twitter. Uh, but I, you know, I probably should have touched some grass yesterday or grabbed a boob or something. And, and I didn't. And I, I just, it's just a long, and we'll explain, you know, if you missed it, uh, some comments that you heard after the season ended. I'm assuming uh, that that's when those comments came out by Xander Bogarts, but he's not the only one. They've all, every single one of those guys has done nothing but eat cleat all season long, foot right in mouth. You know, uh, the stories that keep coming out <laughs> on a daily basis about this team. I'm so ready for a nice, clean slate. Um, spring training, hope springs eternal, as we all know. I'm, I'm really looking forward to next season. I am, um, but the the keen eye and the and less blind buy in is it's changed me. This season has changed me dramatically, and you know I want to ask some of these guys some of these questions next year. Should we be allowed to go to spring training? Uh, you know I want to ask them, hey man, like why don't you guys have each other's backs? That's it was obvious. Like Manny, how do you feel when your guys don't get off the bench when you get dotted? Fernando, you spent most of the season on your ass. Guys throwing inside at you. What does it feel like? Honestly, like that's a fair question. Are you guys a team? Or do you guys just come in, do your job, leave, win or lose? It doesn't matter. How much do you want to win for the city? I mean, I think that's the important part. And when you read quotes like I read yesterday, it's tough, man. It's tough for a fan that just slogged through 162 
Um, you know, nothing's – that's the other thing we have to remember as fans, and it's hard. Nothing is promised to you. There's never anything promised to you. And I think as a fan, we have to look at what we want from our team and our players. Number one, the thing I want, team above all else, right? Team above me. City above me. Playing for the fans. The fans come first. They pack that stadium all season long to the tune of three million plus. Play for each other. That's the, that stuff is great. I mean, that is what sports are all about. And you see it on other teams, you want it here. That's that's really where I'm coming from. It's hard to shake the mentality in baseball, though. If I'm doing well for myself, I'm helping the team. Correct. Which is generally true. Yeah. I mean, if you're mashing at the plate and you're playing great defense in the field, you feel like you're a good team player. Right. Because you're doing your job. Because you're doing your job, yet there's something more, there's something missing. And there, we was, will, there was definitely something missing. Yeah, I think we, we can be, all agree. We'll be talking about that. Obviously, next year is going to look... Sounds like a, quite a bit different from what we're hearing. We'll get into that this morning, the reports of the payroll reduction for the San Diego Padres, uh, what it all means. Uh, we'll talk about that. We will continue to uh, break down the season, obviously, look back. Sam Levitt will be with us, as he always does, on Monday. What a, what a great job by Sammy all year. 159, he said, yeah. out of the 162 or 158 uh, that he did, wrapping it up this weekend. Before that, though... Uh, Jordan Schusterman will join us on a grand old Monday from Cespedes Family Barbecue. Look at the playoff matchups that uh, do not include the San Diego Padres, but there's playoff baseball tomorrow, everybody. There's no Cannot wait. big deep breath. It's jump right into October baseball All week, tomorrow. Baby. All yeah. week long. We got games coming up, so well, we'll talk about it. A huge football weekend. We'll get into that as well at some point, but uh, mostly it's postmortem on the most disappointing baseball season in San Diego history by a wide, wide, wide margin. Daily Diddy is coming up next, though. And I have gifted the theme to Woods. Thank you very much. You put in a little extra work this weekend. Yeah, well, some of you may be aware. We all did. Uh, we will uh, get to that coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station. Get our first check of traffic on a Monday morning. We're into the week here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I won't get to get what I'm after till the day I die. People tend to hate me because I never smile as I ransack their homes. They want to shake my hand. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. just discovered uh, this band, and it's actually embarrassing. They're an older band from England, and uh, the name of the band is called The Sound. And uh, the theme this week is uh, singers that met an untimely demise. Ooh, okay. So there's plenty of those. Um, I, I don't know how I, I found these guys, but um, they were around in the, the late 70s, uh, early 80s, and I mean, they were right there with like U2 and Echo and the Bunnymen when they were coming up. And all, every other band around them made it. But, like, crank it a little bit, Pauly. Why do I hear myself? There we go. Isn't that good? So their singer had uh, some, some issues in his life, and he, um, well... He jumped in front of a train. Adrian Borland was his name. So singers that met... An untimely demise. Okay, but that can be different ways. Absolutely. I mean, think about Sam Cooke. We love Sam Cooke. He was shot, shot to death. There's a million. I mean, so many singers have met the untimely uh, demise. The Grim Reaper came too soon. Uh, But this band, I have been listening to this record over and over. And again, they're called The Sound. Uh, really, really good stuff. And that song is called Sense of Purpose. We're going to take some of your phone calls today. Oh, yeah. Post-mortem on the Padres. If you want to get in early, 833-288-0973. I do want in the last couple of minutes, though, to go through the uh, the playoff matchups that we did get. Uh, a bunch of teams clinched on Saturday was the big clinching day in Major League Baseball, uh, including the Miami Marlins, who clinched a playoff berth on Saturday. You know, I was surprised by this. I this is just the fourth playoff appearance ever in franchise history for the Miami Marlins, uh, even though they have two World Series titles. So two of the three times they've been into the playoffs, they've won the World Series. They've won the whole thing. This will be their fourth visit to the playoffs. Uh, the Rangers clinched on Saturday, even though they kind of backed their way in and ended up losing the division yesterday to the Houston Astros. By a game, right? Also, game. also clinched on Saturday, as did the Blue Jays. So there were no playoff spots up for grabs yesterday, just that division title. Uh, but yeah, by one game, they had the tiebreaker, but they lost. 
and the Astros won. They beat the Diamondbacks 8-1, to so uh, the Houston Astros win their third straight AL West title. Rangers then get bumped into the wildcard matchup, and as you look, uh, starting tomorrow, you got three straight days of wildcard games. The American League will be the early games every single day. Starting at noon, you'll have the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays. That's a pretty big drop-off on the last day of the season going from We've got a buy waiting until the division series to now we are on the road facing the team that had the second best record in our league, the Tampa Bay Rays, and have to take two out of three from them. So it was a bad weekend for the Texas Rangers, even though they got in. They've got a tough matchup. Uh, then it's uh, Toronto, the Blue Jays, at the Minnesota Twins. That's a one thirty start on ESPN tomorrow. Uh, then the National League games come up later. 4 o'clock, the Arizona Diamondbacks visit the Milwaukee Brewers on ESPN2. And at 5 o'clock, the Miami Marlins take on the Philadelphia Phillies on ESPN. So all the games are on ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2 over the next three days. And then once uh, Thursday's done, you'll be down to your uh, your final eight in Major League Baseball. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you know, and I tweeted the other day, obviously we're big Skip Schumacher fans on this show, but I, I said of all the wild things that happened this season in Major League Baseball, you know, the Orioles going on their magnificent run, and winning the AL East, I think everybody looked at the Orioles and said, "Oh yeah, they've got somewhat of a shot." I think I, I can't remember the percentage to win the East is staggering. There's no question, but <laughs> yeah, man, hundred games, yeah, win hundred games. That, it's really, really insane. So the only thing that rivals that they for won it me, in 2014, and then before that it was 97. Right? Yeah. The only yeah. thing that even rivals what the Orioles were able to do uh, this season is is what the Marlins were able to do. I mean, we had Skip on early in the season. We said, "Bro, you got looking up and down that division." <laughs> You know, the Mets were supposed to be really, really special. They spent, you know, even more than, than the Padres did here. Um, you know, the, the teams in that division, Ben, the fact that they're in a wild card right now. By the way, losing Yuri Perez, losing Sandy Alcantara, uh, Luis Arias is hitting on one leg right now. There's a mentality. There's a toughness. He uh, Skip talked about it. He told a great story. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Josh Bell was uh, in their lineup, fouled one off of his knee. Um, it, the, the exit velo on the ball off of his knee, 26 miles an hour. Actually, no, I think he got hit in the knee. So he goes, I'm not coming out of the game. He goes, I'm not coming out of the game. And Skip said, this is the mentality we've been trying to preach here. He said, Scott Rowland, he goes, when I played in, in St. Louis, Scott Rowland said, oh, if you foul one off yourself in the box, don't even step out of the box. Just stay in the box. That's the mentality you have to have. He goes, these guys have been fighting like this all year. The the uh, acquisitions they made at the deadline, you know, congrats to Kim Eng. She did a phenomenal job getting Jake Berger, um, a couple other dudes that have really, really helped them down the stretch. And, you know, here they are, fighting and fighting and had a bunch of stuff thrown their way in the last week or so of the season. Uh, and here they are. They're in the playoffs. I don't know how they're going to do against the Phillies, but just getting there for them was a major accomplishment. Just quickly, can you take your uh, your skip-colored glasses off? Is he the manager of the year? He should be. In the National League. Well, you say that. But, like, you look at... I mean, Tori Lavulo's at... Diamondbacks have the same record. They're in the playoffs, too. That's just as big of a surprise, I would say, as the Miami yep. Marlins getting there. Snitker is... Snitker, the, what they've done... I mean, some, you know, you sometimes you don't give a manager credit when you've got a ton of talent, but the Braves were by far the best team. He's got to get some credit. I know it, it galls everyone to say it, but everyone thought the Dodgers were going to take a huge step back this year. They won 100 games. Yep. Dave Roberts is going to get some votes. And I think quietly, Craig Council is one of the 
Like the guys who never gets any credit as a manager. <laughs> Sneaky. And I know they had a, a disappointing end last year to the season, but the Brewers tend to be there every single year. They wanted another or at least division. They're right there in the mix. 92 yeah. games without payroll ever. I mean, that's a team that always has one of the lower payrolls in the National League, yet they keep doing it every single year. I think you can make an argument for any one of those five guys actually to win National League Manager of the Year this year. But yeah. you know, obviously we're pulling for Skip in, in this in this chamber, but you can make an argument for a bunch of different well, guys. While we're doing some Marlins loving, I wanted to point out uh the coolest picture I've seen in a long time, like in Major League Baseball history, was what the Marlins posted on Saturday night, whenever they clinched, of Kim Ang in the locker room getting doused with the beer yep. and the champagne. Uh, for the first female GM to lead a team to the playoffs like that, yep. I mean, she has broken barriers throughout her career. And to see that picture, I was like, that's iconic. That's pretty that cool. That was awesome. Yeah, it was really, it was really awesome. I'm happy for all those guys. They're, uh, three guys on that staff are big tier ones as well, which is really, <laughs> really cool to know. And, uh, man, it's, it's going to be great. I love the playoffs. Tough matchup in Philly, though. Really you tough, know. dude. That's tough to do in but, two out of three. Know, now, for us, it's feet up, watch some really, really good baseball. That's <laughs> it's, it's the only, if you love baseball like I love baseball, the playoffs, you just live for them. It's, there's nothing like them. We all remember how good we felt last year. Uh, many, many other cities are getting to experience that, that year. It stings. But I'm watching every single pitch. This yeah, is these... Fun fact, uh, one year ago today, the Padres clinched a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah fun. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's come back. The phone lines are open, 833-288-0973. What was the $255 million lesson the Padres should have learned this season in your mind? Hey, fans uh, spent, spent some coin going to Petco Park this year. What lessons do you take out of this season? Give us a call, 833-288-0973. Our phones are open. We're reacting to the Padres. It is a Monday morning on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tune in to Kickoff with Boomer Assize and Mike Valenti every week, Saturday mornings at 6 a.m., also now Friday nights at 6 p.m. I'm seeing here, right here on 97.3 The Fan and always live on the free Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's, Lowe's Nose Home Improvement. You guys were sweating out our Survivor pick last night, our second go-around on the Survivor picks. Once again, Woodsy goes with the Chiefs week one. Against the Jets. And they nearly. <laughs> again. And some could have argued, probably should probably. have lost that game. Let's save our NFL chatter, though. We'll get to it. We'll get to it coming up. But our phones are open. 833-288-0973. What's the $255 million lesson for the Padres this season? Give us a call. We'll take your calls right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. I think there's going to be a narrative out there, especially considering the Mets, the Yankees, and the Padres all failed to make the playoffs. That Manfred licking his chops. You know, right oh, there. it's not about money. <laughs> this is baseball. It's about heart and hustle and... You know, money is is not that important. It still is important. If that's the lesson you're taking from the season, that you know, payroll is irrelevant. You know, it, it all comes down to what you what you do on the field. I think that is erroneous. I still think payroll, for the most part, is going to be the most telling aspect of whether a team is going to have a chance to be really competitive or not. You look at the teams that were at the bottom of payroll, like the A's and the Royals, and I mean, they were really, truly awful teams yeah, they were that didn't out of spend money April. on their teams. You have, you have to spend at least a certain threshold. You need talent to win in Major League Baseball. But it, once you've got that talent, once you spend some on talent, it then does become about more than just putting the talent on the field. Yeah, it's interesting, too. I mean, you... you saw the Mariners get close again. You saw what they did last year in the postseason. We're going to talk to Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue at 8.35. He's he's a Mariners fan. I don't know if you guys were following this yesterday, uh, but there was a lot of hubbub going around after they got eliminated. Cal Raleigh, their their catcher, um, kind of one of the team's vocal leaders, came out and said, this sucks. You know, after the run we had last year, we were promised – you know, they were going to spend some money on this team. Uh, they didn't do it. They didn't really add anybody. And here we are. And he goes, you got to do it. He goes, you got to spend money to to get some talent. And he's like, nothing against the guys here, but it's a real it's a real shot in the in, in the face. 
And then Scott Service came out and, and said, well, you know, he's got to control his emotions better. Then Raleigh comes out again and says, I'm not going to apologize for wanting to win. I think, you know, obviously money doesn't solve everything. Spending money the right way and spending money smartly. The team, I, I really admire those teams, guys, that are able to let – I mean, think about the Braves. I know we beat them like a dead horse, but think about the Braves saying, okay, Freddie, see you later, right? And we'll just go get Matt Olson, who hit 54 bombs this year. It's like – there's something in that. Look at, at and even, not because you know they thought Freddie was over the hill. Even. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean he's, obviously he's, he's in still the MVP great, hunt as well. Great player, but knowing, but they continue to win without him. Yeah, and that is that's remarkable the, when you think about the it. Houston Astros being comfortable enough to let Carlos Correa, the the absolute heartbeat of their team, the passionate, fiery leader, say sorry, man, like. You and kinda, they win another division title without him. You're kind of falling apart a little bit. We got this young kid coming up. Um, the Patriots were lauded for doing this in football every single year. It worked for them until it didn't. Um, it just there's something there's something that I I, I don't want to side with with like oh don't pay guys because I'm a fan of paying guys their money. But it's paying the right guys. It's being smart um, and not just throwing you know stuff at the wall sometimes and hoping that it sticks. Which I feel like there's been a lot of that. Uh, here, some pretty savvy moves that that AJ Preller and company have made. Absolutely, Waka Lugo. There's there's a bunch of those. You got to give credit where credit's due. But, but the problem is though the contracts that you gave them. Correct. You were all in on this year because there are so many different options, right. and now it's like great. It was it was a great. They were great signings for this year. Yeah, and, but they were still pitching for we, their dinner. You know, like lay like, if it doesn't go. If it goes well, I'm going to get a bigger payday and probably leave. And if it doesn't go well, hey, I'm still getting paid. Um, I mean, yeah, if this team were in the playoffs, different story entirely, but they're not. Let's go out to the phones. 833-288-0973. We got our friend Chief kicking us off here Chief. on a Monday morning. Long Chief, time. how are you? Hey, good morning, fellas. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, yeah. buddy. Good. Uh, so here's the $250 million question from my perspective. Uh, trust. I think A.J. Preller needs to be able to trust Bo Mel. Bo Mel needs to be able to rebuild that trust if they, were, if they are going to coexist next season. And I'd like to think uh, September was, was kind of the proof that, you know, hey, this team could do it. They were just, unfortunately, two games a little too late. But if we could have replicated September, if that was our season, we're looking at 120-game win season. 100%. We're looking at, at literally a, a record – a record season out of all baseball, not just a Padres franchise. But uh, I think after after all that information came out in the last couple of weeks, I'd like to hope that it was A.J. Preller who kind of took a step back, a little self-reflection, and thought to himself, you know what, I, I put this team together, I brought in Bo Mel, I just got to trust that they can do it. And in September, they proved that they could. You know, and that's funny because they they started playing their best baseball when a lot of this stuff was kind of out. And, you know, there were rumors and this, that, and the other and, um, you know, conjecture early in the season, Chief. But this team started playing its best baseball. Now, I, I don't know that they were rallying around Bomel. I don't know that they were rallying around each other. Uh, I just know that when you turned the fire down on the oven – and and reduced it to a simmer with really no chance of making the playoffs, um, they started playing really, really well. And, yeah, I mean, I know they've gotten testy about 
their own comments that they made. I know that. I mean, we, we know what happened with Hader. We know Manny got a little testy this year. Everybody's been a little testy because, well, they don't like losing. And they don't want to be embarrassed. Cronenworth, Xander, Soto. Ev- everybody <laughs> to, to, to a man almost. Especially, like I said yesterday, somebody tweeted that, well, it's very clear that Juan Soto is the problem. He's not liked in that clubhouse. And I said, well, I know that him and Fernando Tatis Jr. are extremely tight. Extremely, extremely tight. I think all of the so-called big four, they've all been the main character this year at some point. They all have. It's sometimes you look at it and you're like, it's definitely Soto. Then you look at it and you go, it's definitely Tatis. The body language, whatever you want to say. Oh, it's definitely Manny. I was trying to think. I don't remember Tatis stepping on anything. Like He was pretty good this year comment-wise with the media. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. More so of like. You know, mopey, sad, that type of deal. That's what I, at least what I saw and read, you know, almost on, on a daily basis. When things weren't going well for him, the defense never slipped. It never suffered. He was phenomenal. Should win the platinum glove. He was amazing. <laughs> uh, but every one of those guys has been the main character at some point this season. And that can't, that can't go down. That can't happen. So whatever they're doing today, again, I really hope that there's some sort of, of, hey, let's get together and, and, Become that that monster that we thought we could be because it's the talent's obviously there. Guys got to get healthy. I, I give a lot of credit to Soto for playing those one sixty two. I give a lot of credit for to Fernando Tatis Jr. for playing as many games as he did more th- more so than any in his career with a twenty game suspension. I give a lot of credit to Manny Machado for playing hurt. I give a lot of credit to Xander Bogarts for playing hurt. You know, early in the season and grinding and finishing strong. I do give them credit for that. I don't give them credit for some of the things they've said this year. Is one of the lessons, one of the $255 million lessons from this season, that the Padres need more consistency? And what I'm saying is, you know, they went out and A.J. Preller went out and tried to improve the team as much as he could on the margins, thinking that Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter might be the answer and a, you know, a clever platoon, left, right, veteran DH assignment. When bringing back Brandon Drury, he ended up hitting 26, 27 bombs this year for the uh, for the Los Angeles Angels. Are you sometimes better off just keeping players in place? And is that really hard to do when you had a disappointing season? I mean, it's going to be almost impossible to run it back, quote oh, unquote. You, you can't next year because of the departing free agents and you know possible payroll constraints and reductions. So you're not necessarily going to bring it back, but you could bring back your manager and and not start over with a, a you know a sixth different manager in the AJ Preller tenure. You could have at least that as part of your consistency when guys show up. It's spring training in February. They're not going to have to meet a brand new coaching staff and a brand new manager and get used to a new way of doing things all spring. They'll at least have a set of expectations and a guy that they have a comfort level with. But, and is that a mistake? When you have a really disappointing season and you don't make major changes, you just let a Cy Young winner potentially walk away and a closer walk away, are you setting yourself up for an even worse season the next year? What's the right answer? Yeah, what's, what's the lesson? What's the recipe for success next year when you lose the Cy Young Award winner? You're now potentially talking about trading the best player on your team in Juan Soto, at least certainly the best offensive player that you have and 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 have had in a long, long time. Um, how do you replace three guys in the rotation? Yeah, I mean, if you're Bob Melvin, are you like, hmm, I, 
I mean, he says he wants to come back, says that he's got a year left on his deal. It's $4 million. I would say Bob's got a little leverage this morning uh, based on, if you missed it this weekend, Gabe Kapler being fired on Friday, Buck Showalter being fired yesterday. Um, and I think there's a little leverage there because either one of those jobs Bob Melvin could probably have if he wants. Well, I mean, what leverage for what? Leverage to what? Did, do we need to convince anybody that – that Bob, if if you weren't convinced that Bob's the right guy, oh, does it, I am. I'm talking about know, the front I, office. I, thing. Well, okay. Do you want him to go to a division rival in it, the San Francisco Giants? Yeah, does it not give AJ Preller pause when he thinks, "Hey, we got to get a different manager in here. I can't work with this guy." That there are other teams chomping at the bit, yeah. do, uh, you know, according to reports, to hire Bob Melvin away. Isn't that? Red flag, like I shouldn't be letting this guy get away. If he is this a desired of a commodity around baseball, and I've got him, and we had to do some, I mean, we had to do some work to get him here. We had to, like, you know, talk him out of a deal with the Oakland A's and convince them to let him go and get him down here. And that was less than two years ago. And now we're willing to just go ahead and start over again with someone else. Is that not a red flag? It's a massive red flag. <laughs> Just a massive red flag in a in a in a whole line full of red flags. So I think there's no question it's a red flag. And uh, again, he'll have either one of those jobs should he want them um, when the season ends if he's let go today. All right, let's go to the phones again. Let's go line three. I I see a name on my board. I got no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, who's this on the air? You there? Hello. Hello. Okay. A very quietly pronounced okay. name. All right, let's go to our friend uh, Craig is out there. Craig, good morning. Welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Uh, I think uh, the positives, you know, we got a winning season. Mm. Didn't quite make it. But uh, I think the $250 million question is uh, micromanagement, like the previous guy said, needs to go away. And we need to let our guys play. We need to let our guys coach. Uh and, you know, what's impressive is the guys that stepped up from some of our injured players that couldn't finish the season out, uh, kind of the lower depth level, uh, they came up and uh, made things happen and uh, made it exciting to, you know, I was rooting on just for that 82 and 80 season, have a winning season. That, uh, to me, is a big plus going into next year. It doesn't do a lot for me, just to be honest with you, man. I do appreciate the call, and I'm, I'm not crapping on your opinion. I'm not. I mean, if you want to feel that way, I think you're absolutely entitled to feel that way. Um, it doesn't do a lot for me. It's not, it's not something today I would hang my hat on if I were Bob Melvin or A.J. Preller, right? If I'm walking into the big meeting today and be like, well... Winning season. I mean, it's like I, I I get it. I totally understand. Um, they were so far below five hundred. The fact that they did reach five hundred and and get above it, sure. I mean, I I thought there's no way it's going to happen. But would it be that much different if they had lost yesterday and they were eighty one and eighty one? No, not really. No, it wouldn't be different at all. No, not not. If at all. they had lost that game in extra innings yesterday, nothing of the lessons. Nothing that we went through oh, this season. 80 and 82. Changed. Nothing at all. <laughs> right. If they lost two out of three to the White Sox. Because you had none, a great September still, None of those games yeah. mattered this weekend. Or if they got swept, it doesn't change even a tiny bit our analysis of this season. And in that reason, I, I do agree with you. 82 and 80, no different than 79 and, and 83. Right. It's, it's the same season. 
It's exactly the same season. It's just a number. There's there's nothing point. for the organization to hang their hats on. And on, and honestly, like there's I, I individual Snell Soto, sure, great. Kim had a pretty good year. Yep, fell off kind of in the last month and a half. There are individual things to hang your hats on for sure, but the the organization as a whole. To say we I, had a winning season, I don't think you should be touting. Uh, We're only seven wins off side. last year's total. Well, you're talking. You know, people are 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 going to sit here and talk about. Hey, what lessons did we learn in the last month? Oh, that we can play together as a team. That we can win baseball games. The lessons that need to be learned from this season. Learn the lessons from April, May, June, July, August. Yeah. That's the le- that's where you need to of focus. The season was a complete. You can and f- utter cluster flush <laughs> September. Every lesson that you need to learn moving forward, you can find in the first five, six months of the season, not September. September was a freaking anomaly in this season. It was an anomaly, right? Every lesson you need to know is there in April. It's there in, it's, maybe it's even there in February and March. How you prepared? Did you prepare enough? You know, were you ready? For this season, it, it that those are where the lessons are learned this season. As always, all guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet Find New Roads. We got a brand new getaway to Vegas grand prize for Take on Woods for the month of October. You can be the first to qualify coming up next. Talk about the uh, the payroll news with the Padres as well. It's all coming up on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety seven three The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.